Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, listeners. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. Uh, I hope you're having a great weekend. I hope you get quality time with your family and friends and and the Lord. Uh, let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name and the blood of Jesus, I ask you to, to help each and every one of my listeners to see the difference, know the difference, and when they need wisdom, that they'll ask for it, and that you'll bless them with the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Bless them with making better decisions, being prepared for what's going on in this world, that we uh, really understand that our real life is going to start when we get to heaven. Bless each and every one of these listeners with the opportunity to serve you, know you, love you, bless with joy and peace, flow through you and go to others. As in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you, thank you, listeners. Um, God bless you. Man, I'm going to tell you, the car business is crazy, crazy. Uh, now we're in a drop. Oh, really? Yeah. Something crazy is happening. But uh, just in case you have any kind of question, please give us a call. 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Uh, there's no dumb questions. Everybody, there's a million different questions, a million different options, opportunities, and um, we're going through some crazy stuff in the valuation of the dollar, weakening of the dollar, uh, government trying to make all the decisions for us, trying to trap us down, trying to kill business. Um, they're talking about shutting California down again. You know, I imagine those people out there are super happy about it. Uh, can you imagine? Unbelievable, unbelievable. Talking to a lady in... Um, Fort Worth yesterday. That's uh, my new account manager on the online selling big trucks. That's eighteen wheelers. It's commercial truck sales uh, or t- commercial truck uh, trader dot com. Uh, really, really nice lady. Uh, but settlers, we're talking about settling, settling for stuff in life, settling for relationships in life, settling for stuff. That um, you know, does it re- does it live up to your potential? You know, I've, I've often mentioned there's two kinds of mates: uh, helpmate and hellmate. I've seen them both. I've had them both. Helpmate, man, I'm gonna tell you, it, it's hard to get along with them. Helpmate will lift you up, love you, no matter how bad you are, or what's going on. Good morning, good morning, Angela. I, I did go by and look at that truck, and I'm gonna check on a hood in the morning. Angela's my rep in the in enterprise, and we're going to talk about uh, renting a car later, maybe if we can put it in the show. Uh, a friend of mine needed to go to California to see his grand new new baby grandson, and he was excited and wanted to buy a car to go to California. And uh, I said, no, 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 rent a car, rent a van, load your stuff up, go over there, have a great time. And come back and hand it back to them. Well, the rent prices are up like everything else, but it's still the best bargain to rent a vehicle, to go on vacation, to go on a long trip or something, and then get back and hand it to them, let them clean it up, 
Let them change the oil. Let them do whatever they need to do. So you got to think about you know, think outside the box. That's another thing this lady in Fort Worth and I were talking about, thinking outside the box. You want to settle for something that that God's not given us. He's given us talent and abilities and, and a lot of areas in our life, but we got to pick and choose the right ones, just like Billy Graham just said on the commercial just before I came up. You know, you got to pick and see <coughs> what your abilities are, what you've been blessed with, but take it to the top. Take it to the limit. Live life with the gusto and the passion that the Lord's blessed you with. This show has become my passion, even though, hello, Greg in, Cal- in Michigan. Uh, this show has become my, my passion. I'm not going to settle for average. I'm going to settle for the best in relationships and opportunities and things I can do. And But... I need your help. I need your help to go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc., and subscribe. I need your. I need you to tell 20 people to go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. I need you to tell 20 people, Randy Adams wants to buy your car. His overhead's low. He's got more connections than anybody around. And give him a call, 830-708-4789. But also, do you settle for what everybody else tells you? Do you settle on letting someone sell you what you didn't intend to buy? Do you settle on them selling you something you can't afford? Remember, there's two kinds of cars, afford and can't afford. And man, them can't affords are miserable. I mean, they're miserable. And so, you know, if you buy something you can't afford... You know, you're going to hate the car, hate the price, hate everything about it, but you got to live with it sometimes. You got to work through it. You got to persevere. You know, and I mean, I'm trying to set you up to think outside the box, not to settle for what somebody else thinks you need, somebody else thinks it's going to work for you. You got to know what works for you, you got to know what you can afford. That's why I tell you to go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. We're going to run through that. Know your credit. Study your credit. Get your credit. FTC.gov is the best. And and study your credit and, and improve your credit. And talk to banks and credit unions. Ask people questions. You know, we're all looking for something to carry a conversation with. Ask them how they like their car, what their best car is, how it's performed, what kind of problems they've had. Go on the Internet. Study it up. Uh, helped a gentleman today, my, or not today, uh, this week. Uh, mother lives down the street, a uh, great Christian lady, and we helped him get a new Dodge. And he got as good a deal as he's going to get right now. I mean, right now, you got to pay MSRP, which is window sticker. And most of the time, you got to pay $5,000 over window sticker. I think I mentioned last week, and we've got some listeners that probably missed last week, but uh, I was at a dealership that I've been doing business with since 1968. I know some of y'all wasn't born by then, but 1968, we started doing business. Uh, William is his name, and uh, I was in his office, and people walked in and said, how much is that new GMC out there? And he said, window sticker, MSRP. And they said, oh, well, we're we're looking for a deal, and we need 2000 off of it. And he said, I'm sorry. I'm out of vehicles. I'm not going to get him any vehicles, and I've got to get that price right now for that car. 
Well, they wasn't going to do that, so they left. So uh, I talked to him, and I said, yeah, you know, a lot of people are asking over. He said, most people are asking 5000 over. I said, I've heard that, too, and I've heard even as high as ten and 15000 uh, Escalades, Cadillac Escalades, if you want one of them, you're going to have to pay way over. Well, I don't need one that bad, Bubba. I guarantee you, I don't need one nowhere near that bad. And so, you know, I tell my listeners right now, if you can wait till October, November, let's take a look then. I just talked to a gentleman and said, I can wait a year. I said, well, that's what I would do. I'd wait a year. This gentleman's a truck driver. He's got CDL. We're going to have a, we're going to be short 100,000 CDL drivers by the end of the year. That's, man, end of the year get here quicker than we're thinking about. And so we're going to be 100,000. How do we move product around? How do we look at that? That's why I'm in right now buying and selling big rigs. I buy and sell big rigs. We have an opportunity. If uh, you've driven an older unit to get government assistance on a newer lot newer unit. So I buy 18-wheelers. One of my Christian brothers from Cornerstone Church, which I'll be there tomorrow, welcome you in the door if you happen to come by, if you'd like to meet me. And if you'd like to meet me also, uh, I'll be at uh, Easy's today. I'll leave the radio station at I'm at Easy's from 10.15 to 11.30. Now, 10.15 to 11, they're not open. And I talk to my listeners. I talk. Give, I try to buy your car if you want to sell it. We talk about options. We talk about situations. We talk about the Lord. Whatever you want to talk about, I'll talk about. Uh, ex-friend of mine told me I talked my rear end off. But I, I love people. I love talking to people. I love helping people. Um Talking to uh, Susanna last night, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I learned a lot. I enjoyed my time with her. Uh, I enjoyed my time with my listeners. I enjoyed my time last Saturday with my listeners and my uh, account manager. She was there for another radio station. Uh, She's been a blessing in my life. She's helped my radio show. But I don't want to settle for an average radio show. I want to settle for the best I can do. I want to be productive. I want to be the best. But same situation with you in your relationships, in your what you own, what you're paying for, what you're working hard to pay for. You know, I was talking to a young gentleman the other day. He's got a tremendous high car payment. Here he said, you know, I'm wanting to buy a home. So well, that car is that car payment is stopping you from buying a home. He said, "What do you mean?" I said, "You work forty hours a week, and some weeks you give your whole paycheck to pay for that car. One month, one week out of your life is going for a payment for a car. That payment, if you'd saved your money and and bought a cash car, you could have paid for that car." And now you're going to save that whole big amount, not counting the insurance. Because he's young, because insurance is high on young people, you know, he's paying all that money, and that time is gone. It's lost. And he's wanting to buy a home. Well, it's going to be a struggle going the direction and the way he's going. And so do you settle what do you got to take out of your life to be prosperous? What do you got to be to take out of your life? Are you doing something you've never done in order to get something you've never had? Are you doing something you've never done 
in order to get something you've never had? Are you willing to sacrifice? Hey, the automobile is a big secret. It's the worst investment on earth. I mean, it loses money, costs money, breakage, everything, interest. There's so many costs to owning the freedom that we want to run around. Now, the, our city in San Antonio, they're trying to shut us down. They want mass transportation. They don't want cars. They want to control you. They want to tell you how to get where. And, and you know, I've read articles where people take some two hours to go into New York City to go to work and two hours to get back. That's four hours of your life, one-sixth of your hours in a day. Well, I hope they're productive while they're traveling. I hope they're productive when they're coming back because that's four hours they lose. You know, uh, I used to live at Canyon Lake, and I moved back to New Brunswick because I spent 45 minutes a day coming in and going out. I got to thinking that's an hour and a half of my life a day, driving. Yeah, I I, I was hands-free, and I talked to a lot of people, and I was on the phone, but not productive enough. You know, we're all on time flies. I mean, I I wish a lot of people happy birthday on Facebook, and I put behind it lots of times, time flies, and it does. Before you know it, you'll be 70. Before you know it, you know, maybe it's... The end of your life. So we need quality time, quality thoughts, quality decisions. And too many times we're settling. We're settlers for whatever we can get, whatever we can take, without much effort. Nothing, you know, success is in front of the dictionary or in front of work. But it takes work to have success. It takes work to understand what you're buying what you need to spend, how you need to spend it. Had a gentleman call me that needed a new truck. I got him hooked up with Covert Auto Group. I love Covert Auto Group. I've been hooked up with them for 40 years and never had a problem. That's amazing you get to thinking about it. Never have a problem in the car business with a dealership for 40 years. They're the best. They're the best. I can get you a new Ford Chevrolet Dodge Jeep, um, just all kinds, Cadillac, Lincolns, uh, Toyotas. I, there's all kinds of stuff that's available. Uh, and so I want you to be the best and do the best in what you're doing. And that's why I try so hard that you not be a settler. But if you want to buy a new car now and you can afford it, they're picked over. You're going to get whatever they have left that nobody else has wanted. You know, I wonder if we've lost, we've taken all the available buyers off the market the last year and a half. A lot of people have bought vehicles, a whole lot of vehicles, and we're short, we're short on new and used. Well, the problem with our area, and I'll explain that real quick, is that everybody comes to San Antonio, the Valley, Houston, Dallas, out of state to buy our vehicles, and they leave this town. And then we have people moving in this town from California. We have people coming in from Mexico, Venezuela, all of the borders wide open. So now we're short of so many vehicles, it's unbelievable. So I'm not sure. Hello, Danny. How you doing? Danny Zeller's online, high school buddy of mine. And so we're short of vehicles. 
and and we need them. But you know, the new car dealers can't build them because of the chip. You know, they were stupid. They thought this government was going to lock this down forever. They thought this, and they, the government would if they could. And they they thought, you know, we're just going to sit on our hineys and wait for this deal to blow over and not lose no money. We'll put send everybody home. We're not going to build any new cars. And then the deal got turned around. You know, they did the greatest four square on the public ever. They put out zero interest rate. What they did is they paid down the interest rate. Is what they do. They pay it down. Uh, banks and credit unions loan it to the dealers at 2%, right around that usually. A little less, a little more every once in a while. But uh, what the manufacturers did is they paid that 2% down to zero. They put out a greatest time ever to buy a car, zero interest rate. They wiped out all their inventory, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So now they wiped them all out. They're sitting on the rear end. And they're thinking, you know, we can snap our fingers and we can get chips, no problem. Well, the gaming people said, hey, everybody's at home playing games. I don't, but whatever your little heart desires. And so they they didn't order any chips, and so the gaming people bought all the chips. And then we had the plant in Japan burn down. I want to know why. That was, man, I guess China wanted all the market. I don't know. But anyway, it burned down. So now we don't have any chips and now they're blaming on that. But let me tell you, don't feel sorry for the car dealer. I get people call me every day. I went by the Ford dealership. I went by the Chevrolet. And they don't pour them. They don't have any cars. But the cars they got, they're making a tremendous amount of money on them. Unbelievable. But we're going to have a market report on the second half, how this deal's got twisted, how it's a new deal that's happened. Now the changes are coming about. We're going to have a market report on the second half of this show it's kind of interesting, <clears throat> you know, that I watch the market to stay on top of it, you know. And so just like a lot of stuff that's going on today, big promises, but maybe bad service is happening. You know, so many consumers shop for value for the best products, for the best for the for the money that they've got. Wise parents desire only the best for their children. Nourishing their growing bodies and minds and and the spirits. I mean, you know, a parent can either give a bad spirit to a child or a good spirit to a child and teach them the right way and the wrong way of doing it. But individuals with integrity seek the best investments of time, talents, measures, and in every area to settle for less would be a wasteful, foolish and irresponsible. <clears throat> Are you settling for less? You know, but it's, you know, the problem with people today, they, it's a natural pull to move toward what is convenient and comfortable. And both is are especially cost you a lot of money if you don't put effort. And right now, a lot of people don't think about signing Six, seven-year notes. They jump into a vehicle. They think about a monthly payment, but they don't think about that's going to be a monthly payment for 72 months. You remember when you didn't have to make a payment for the first six months? You know, that was another enticement to buy a new car. You know, but the only problem is they moved that. It's still 72 months, so they just pushed it back a little further. So now you got a payment. 
in a car that goes to 72 and a half, well, goes to uh, seven and a half years. And so are you willing to be in debtor's prison that long? I'd rather make a better decision. You know, uh, drive something that I can afford, something that's paid for. The best kind of car is a paid-for car. And we've got to instill in other people in, that are around us, you know, making better decisions. Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. And sometimes we can get by with a lot less. Have you ever decided on that? You ever decided you don't need to eat two plate loads of, of dinner? You can get by with one or maybe a half one? I don't know. Sometimes we want it comfortable. We want it convenient. And all those things cost us extra money. Right now, the Internet, here we go again, changes constantly. Uh, the, it's been abuse on the Internet for, for buyers. Like I've told you so many times, people with great credit walk out of a dealership owing a bunch of money and paying high interest, 18 20%. These billionaires know how to do it. That computer's smarter than we are. Ask it a question. It can answer a question that you don't know have the answer to. But now the new car dealers are saying, maybe we shouldn't put these people buying online anymore because they're getting smarter and they're clicking us off. So now the new car dealerships and the manufacturers and all the people who train us, they're saying, you know, people still want to react with somebody who's live and breathing. Well, you want to pay 18 20% interest when you've worked so hard all your life to pay your bills and to keep your credit score high and and being able to buy what you need to buy, when you need to buy it, that, you know, your credit's not so bad that nobody wants to touch you or rent nothing to you. I've seen, I've, I get those people every day, and I feel sorry for them because of the bad decisions they've made over over time, the bad decisions on buying. I know a lot of people that have to be buying something just to be buying something to reward themselves and never use it and have it for sale later. <clears throat> I'm looking at a Harley Davidson right now that's got a thousand miles on it. The man bought it brand new, brand new in '03, and it's got a thousand miles. And he makes himself ride it a quarter of a mile down the street and back just to keep it up. And now he's forcing himself that he bought something that he was rewarding himself that he was going to enjoy. Now he doesn't enjoy because it it's a hassle now because he has to make sure the battery's up. You know, make sure the tires are up so he can go quarter of a mile, turn around, come back, put it back in the garage and cover it up. Do we buy stuff to reward ourselves and then lose the love? You've lost that love and feeling. You ever felt like that? That You, you know, we got to understand what makes us tick. Because I'm going to tell you, car dealers know what makes you tick, knows how to push your button. The manufacturers knew how to push your button. Zero interest in, interest rate and no payments for six months. Man, we got to run in and pay too much for a vehicle. If you bought a vehicle in the last year, I guarantee you, you're a, you, bought, you paid all the money. The good news is used cars are up a little bit, but we'll have a market report later. We'll explain to you what's really going on in the car business. What's really happened lately, and you know, it, it's you got to know what's going on. <clears throat> it's just like you buy a stock, and it's uh, you know one hundred and twenty-five dollars, and then it drops down to seventy-five. 
you know, do you feel like you've lost money or did you make a bad decision? You know, or did, did you buy it at 75 and it goes to 125? The market moves up and down in a lot of stuff. It has certain value. And the value of vehicles right now, nobody knows. I mean, it's a guessing game. I bought a vehicle this past week that a dealership was scared to death of. It was low miles and brand new. And I put a figure on it, and they traded for it, and they were so excited to get it off the lot. I thought they was going to kiss me when it left. Man, they were excited to get rid of that. And it made money. But, you know, lots of times we think things are worse than what they really are. And sometimes we think things are better than they really are. But we need to be in that common middle ground. That's where we need to be. Hey, I'm Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Call me anytime, 830-708-4789. YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc., and subscribe. Please go there and subscribe to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. I am working on a bunch of new uh, videos that we're going to slam on there. It's only three, four-minute videos. And they say I'm entertaining and educational. I hope so. I want to be a service to you. I tell the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. I buy the good and the bad and the ugly. Cars, houses, trucks, equipment. I've got a gentleman who owns a bunch of equipments ready to get rid of a bunch of it. So I'll put a figure on it. So, hey, this is Randy Adams. We're going to take a four-minute break. We'll be right back. Come back, Facebook. God bless you. Hey, text 20 people to listen to our show. God bless you. Everybody drives a used car. You need to put a whole armor of God on when next time you're getting ready to buy a car. Be sure and go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Learn, listen, and subscribe, and be sure and listen to my radio show every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. on 6.30 a.m. The Word. Hello again, uh, listeners. Thank you for tuning in. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you. God bless you. I hope you have a great weekend. Uh, we're going to talk more about a little bit about the market report. Market report is new car dealers, desperate dealers do desperate things. Just like I was talking about earlier, things are not as bad as what we think it is, usually, you know, probably 99% of the time. And things are sometimes not as good as we think they are. Well, desperate dealers do desperate things. And, I mean, they got a tremendous amount of overhead, <clears throat> A lot of people can't believe it till we sit down and talk about it. A lot of these dealerships are $2 million a month, every month. they got to make that money somewhere. And short inventory right here, they're, they're gearing up on service. They're gearing up on selling in service. Uh, I had a gentleman tell me he took his truck in, and he said, service everything. When he got back, the bill was un- unbelievable. And he questioned the service manager, and he said, uh, Man, I just needed, you know, all change and fuel filters change, you know, as a diesel. And he said, well, you told me to service everything, so I serviced everything. I mean, that bill was over $1,000. Wasn't that a little bit of a shock? So, I mean, you know, they're working on your service. They're trying to make the money to overcome. And a lot of service departments make the overhead every month. I mean, there are service managers in this town that make three, four 400000 a year. And, uh, you know, it's all because of making money on you walking in the door. A company that uh, I'm familiar with, I haven't done much business with them, they have a a shop that they use. And one of their employees had a problem with their car, and 
she was going to take it into the uh, manufacturer, the new car dealership, and they said, oh, no, no, take it to our shop. A lot, lot cheaper, you know. And there's ways of getting fixed, but it's not got fixed. I got a lady that called me that's at a good Toyota store, one of the few. Uh, yeah, that's true. And she was having problems with the air conditioner. She spent she spent 2000 Gets in it, gets about three blocks or three miles down the road, and the air quits working. So she comes back, and uh, everybody's out to lunch. Amazing. It was around lunchtime, so I guess that could happen. So she needs to get back to work. She gets back to work. She calls back. Nobody won't answer the phone call. She has to leave message after message. She spends 2000 on air conditioning to get it fixed, and it doesn't get fixed. Uh, that's a lot of money. Give us a call here, 210-340-9585. No dumb questions, 210-340-9585. I had a lady in the business the other day ask me, what I would do <clears throat> on a – they have a, two vehicles. They use one, and they don't use the other one. And right now, if they're not using – you know, they can get by with either one of them. I'd sell the big diesel truck. The market is still pretty good. It's dropped some the last three weeks, but it's still way high. And I told her, I said, I'd get rid of the truck, drive the other car, and if I can do without one for a year – of the truck, I'd wait at least a year, and then I'd see about buying again. Uh, another gentleman, friend of mine, used to work for me, needed a new dually to haul cars. And so he was trying to find a low-mileage 18, 19, to, uh, 20, 20, and couldn't find it, ended up buying a new one. Why? Because they were cheaper than the used ones. So market report, hey, we got new car dealers bringing their mistakes, the ones they paid all the money for. Good morning, Bird Dog. I hadn't seen and heard from you in a while. He's down in Corpus. And so they bring in all their mistakes that they bought, and they're trying to dump them. And they, some of them can't stand the losses. Some of them are looking at these things and saying, oh, man, I wish I hadn't bought this one. They paid nearly what a new one cost. And then there, you'll hear stories around, and they're true, that people took their trucks in and the people 18, 19, and 20s gave them as much as they paid new for them. Desperate dealers do desperate things. You can't sell out of an empty wagon. You sure can't. But you can also make better decisions. And now also we have the Toyota trucks, which I love. You know me. I'm a Toyota fan. We've got Tundras. And Tacoma's rushing back to the auctions, trying to get rid of them as fast as they can. And that market's dropped because why? Because those vehicles brought as much as a new one and sometimes more than a new one. So desperate dealers do desperate things, but the, here's the key. They pass the problems off on you. You, If you want to buy a vehicle, they're going to talk you into this. And, well, we can't get a new one, but you can pay too much for this 19 or 20. My son bought one, and he sold it a little early. He had a 2021 Tacoma he was driving, and he sold it a little early. If he would have waited another six weeks, it would have brought two or 3000 over what he paid for it. 
Instead, it brought a thousand less than what he paid for it. So he drove it, and he put a lot of miles. My son travels a lot. He does a lot of buying, selling. And so he put in 30,000 miles for $1,000. That was a bargain at the time, but it would really have been a bargain if he'd waited a little longer. So you gotta got to see what the market is, and this market's coming down. High dollar 2020, 1924 diesels were bringing over what you could buy a new one for. They've dropped about six to 10,000 the last three weeks, and they're not through. You cannot, once these, and once these chips get here, you know, I think manufacturers are a little on the stupid side, in my opinion. You, here's my two cents. They're building new trucks, shipping them to Michigan, setting them there, waiting on the chips. Now, they're paying for shipping up there and back. Why don't you, are they going to pass that on to you? You're going to have to pay for that. Somebody's going to have to pay for it. Nothing's free in the car business. Nothing. So, I mean, so they're shipping them up there, waiting on the chips. I'd ship them to the dealerships. They got room. I mean, their lots are empty. Why not park it on the on the lot where it's going to go, send a video, and and let somebody put the chips in? It's going to be an easy process, I guarantee you. they got robots doing it, so, I mean, I guess a human being could do it. So why don't we do it the right way? Why don't we save the money? Are we going to pass this on to the customer? Well, probably so, one way or another. <laughs> the public's got to pay. Ain't nothing free. I told a guy the other day, he said, yeah, I go by there. Uh, I don't get my car service. I park it out there, and, and then I go in, and I eat free cookies and coffee and bananas and and take popcorn home with me. And I said, you just, he said, it's free. I might as well do it, you know. So I said, well, one of these days they might have to, you may have to wear a, a bracelet saying that you're getting your car service instead of somebody going there and mooching off of them free. So, uh, you know, you got, there's always, I used to have a, <clears throat> a driver with me that loved to go to one certain dealership because they had free cookies. He liked their cookies especially, and he liked their coffee. And he'd say, hey, boss, I said, what? If you're going that direction, send me. I said, why? He said, man, I love their cookies. I get me five or six of them, and, and I drink their coffee. And he said, I'll get me a napkin, and I'll take two or three more home. I said, don't be a hog, man. Get, a, get one or two. You're going to put too much weight on there, you know. So – Nothing's free in the car business. Let's get you ready for stickers price, sticker shock. Hello, Chris. How you doing? How's your dog business? And so you got to you got to be, be thoughtful. I guess I don't know. Don't be so greedy. So, but the car the car dealers are. But that's all right. You ever thought about cotton candy? Cotton candy's about like our purchases. It sure smells good. It sure tastes good. But once it gets in your mouth, it disappears. Same way with the car business. You you get in it, and the value drops. And then, you, you know, the problems start. And then the maintenance and everything else. Cotton candy is fun. It smells good. But, man, it sure disappears, doesn't it? You ever thought about that? It disappears. Well, so does the profit. So does the value of a vehicle. It disappears, you know. So you got to be prepared. Uh, and we talked about last week, their dynasty is their destruction. Uh, Philippians uh, 319, their dynasty is their destruction. 
Well, they built these multi-billion-dollar buildings, these car dealerships, on destruction of people's budgets, their money, available money, and everything else. Their God is their stomach. They never can be filled up. They never can get enough. They're never happy. They love it, but it that and they eat all. They gather all this profit. And it's never enough, and they, they're always striving for more and more. And their glory is in their shame. I've talked to several pastors, and I asked them, what does that scripture mean, their glory is in their shame? And, you know, they never have give the same answer that I give. <clears throat> their glory and their shame is they're bragging about how much money they're making on you. They're bragging about, you know, how they did it, how they stole your trade, how they laid you away, how they got every available dollar. They brag about their glory is in their shame. And it's not exposed. It's the big secret. Maybe that's what I need to name this book, The Big Secret, because it's never brought. Hello, Bubba. Good morning. It's never brought to light. People don't realize it. You know, if you need to know what your vehicle's worth, what you need to do is uh, look at a vehicle that's three years old with about the miles you're going to have it, or five years old with about the miles, and see what that vehicle was bringing because they're not going to keep their value like it is. Uh, Talk to some people that's about to get foreclosed on their house, gave them some options I uh, told them I'd buy it. I have a camper, I think, that I may put them in. So they have somewhere to live. So if you or somebody is about to lose your house, going through com- uh, foreclosure, give me a call, 830-708-4789. We buy the good, the bad, and the ugly in houses also. Cars, trucks, equipment. I had a guy that owns a big construction company say, well, would you buy a truck with a bad motor? I said, yeah. Would you buy a truck with 188,000 miles? I said, yeah. He said, well, my guys don't take care of them. I said, yeah, I know. I understand. I used to buy 50 to 80 oil field trucks a month off an oil field company. I've lost that deal to an auction company. But the company would love to have me back buying because it, it's a lot less hassle. They get more money. Uh, they don't have to get them to Houston. They don't get charged for everything in the world, plus 12% when they sell it. They know what they've got. I write a check, and I was buying 50 to 80 oil field trucks a month off of them. So I, I can get rid of anything, just about. But also, you got to figure in transportation and time. If you've got a car on way south side of town, it's tough for me to, to get it bought. But I've got a system to buy cars all over the United States. If you're close to a big city, I can buy your vehicle, get you paid for right where you're at. Dealing with some people in Oklahoma City on their vehicle. So all over the United States, there's an opportunity for me to buy something, uh, and and it works. But uh, please give me a help. Uh, Go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc., subscribe. And, you know, let's get the word out. Tell 20 people to go to YouTube. You know, do your material possessions give you goals and only reasons for living? Do you live only for what you can buy, what you can own? Do you live only and work only, you know, 
but I mean, are, where is your heart? Where is your desire? Where is your passion? Is it to help people to be the best person you can be, to to really build uh, something that you're proud of, something that you're known for? You know, I want you to think about the time we're wasting working again on what you're sp- spending that time, having the money, and then you pay on a vehicle, you know, where all of us are accountable for how we use what we have. Talent, money, time. The older you get, more time means something. The older you get, less time you have available, seems like. I don't know. I know there's 24 hours in the day, but, man, see, there's days when I can't get everything done. Of course, I'm doing everything myself. I've, you know, I've got some people doing certain things for me. But we're accountable for what we have. We're accountable the talent we have. We're accountable for the blessings we have. It's about time for Carlos, huh? Oh, we've got a new caller. I guess Carlos is on vacation. All right. Well, this is Randy Adams. You can give us a call, 210-340-9585. Thank you. Thank you. And if you want to call me after the show, my phone number is 830-708. Four seven eight nine, and uh, call me anytime. I love talking to you. Uh, sometimes I talk too much. You may have to cut me off. Sometimes you have to go feed your family. The uh, lady forgot she needed to feed her family, but anyway. But you know, it's, TV ads, radio, internet—they're big promises on perfume and cars and diet drinks and losing weight and mouthwashes are. All guaranteed to bring us happiness. What really brings you happiness? Do you know? You know, happiness with friends, uh, the good life. What is the good life? How long does that last? How long does happiness last? How much longer does joy last? And so I want you to get joy in your life. I want you to have peace in your life. I want you to, you know, and I want to tell you something. A vehicle can cause peace. With bad decisions, you know, no joy, no peace, no nothing. Jimmy, Jimmy hello, Jimmy. Good to hear from you again. God bless hey, you. I was going to, I was going to ask you a question. Sure. Um, you say you, you can get a, a Toyota Tacoma in ninety days. Well, I'm thinking they're they're going to come around. Uh, well. You know, it depends on the chips. It depends on you know the Japanese seem to be ahead of the game, in what we've seen. Uh, American manufacturers are way behind, but uh, it's going to be a little while uh, to get production up where it needs to be. Used, I wouldn't buy a used one right now. I really wouldn't. Uh, they're too high. They're too expensive. Oh yes, they're too, they're too. They're too close to a new one. Oh. And you know me, I've I've promoted Tacomas on this radio show. I love them. I think they're the best value there is, or best return of value. And so. Uh, but I think that we're out. It's probably going to be at least. Um, I feel sorry for the rent car people. They're oh. they're they're going to be the last on the totem pole. Manufacturers are going to give them cars last, and so, you know, they're they're talking about you know. February, March. I'm looking for cargo vans. I need cargo vans. I need work trucks, cargo vans. Can't find them. We don't have enough of them. So I was so, going to ask you, 
I don't. I um. Then it's better for me just to wait and be patient. Definitely wait. Yeah. By far. Because I, I want one with I want I want a Tacoma with back seat. Well, I don't, and, I don't know what you call them, but those extended cabs or what? Right. I don't know yeah, uh, crew cabs. Crew cabs. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and and I agree one hundred percent. They keep their value. There's very little difference between an extended cab, a regular cab, and a and a full four door crew cab. But when it comes time to sell, whoo, them crew cabs bring a lot more money. People fight over them, and that would be a wise purchase to go with a with a crew cab, Jimmy. You know, and I it's going to be a while before you can buy one. Honestly, I'm, it's, it's sad to say because. The government and the manufacturers were asleep at the wheel. Uh, that'd be a good country band, wouldn't it? Asleep at the wheel. Yeah, yeah, well, there's, a there's a country band named that. I know it. <laughs> I've listened to them. I like them. But they were asleep at the wheel, but I don't want you sleep at the wheel. I don't want you to sleep thinking that, they're, you know, these dealers that advertise that you hate your car, you hate what you owe, we're going to take care of you. They, they're not going to take care of you. There's no free rides in the car business. None at all. They will not take care of you. So you got to be prepared, you know, for a battle, for your budget, for your money. you got to be prepared to make the right decisions that's right for your budget, your family, your lifestyle. Hey, we don't know. I mean, you know, uh, November 18, uh 2018, I thought I was on top of the world. I thought I had everything going. And I go to the doctor's office and find out I need a triple, triple bypass. Yeah, that yeah. put a train wreck on me. That slowed me down. You know, it got me thinking a little deeper and a little harder and a little more spiritual because the Lord protected me. And I was, you know, I had to file. They finally found a surgeon that'd work on me because I was so bad. I mean, I was a miracle because I was supposed to be dead or have a heart attack. They couldn't believe I was still living. And so, you know, we don't know what the future holds. We don't know how this communist party is going to take over uh, our government. And that's what it is. It's communist party. And if they take over our government... What are we going to be driving? What are things going to be worth? You know, in the Bible it says that we're going to be looking at one world money, one world government. I mean, it's coming. Um, I was hoping that my grandsons might barely see a little of it. And then I got to thinking maybe my sons will see a little of it. Now I'm thinking it's going so fast that old Randy's going to see it. And I I don't want this. You know what? God is in control. He's in control, yes, but what are we going to have to adapt? What are we going to have to do? What are we, what's the best decisions? I mean, I, I watched the devaluation of the peso. I was living it. I mean, I was selling 30, 20, 30 cars a week to Mexico, cash money. And then all of a sudden, the peso got devaluated. And the super rich went super poor. And that's what this government would love to do. The problem is Buffett and some of these other Gates and some of these other guys, they're so stupid they think they're not going to get hurt. They're going to be brought down with it too. 
Oh, they'll yeah, see. I mean, they'll have better opportunities because they've got a lot of money, but their money's going to be devaluated. So we well, we've got we've got to hello Stephen. We've got to be prepared from breaking the right decisions. Drive what you can afford, what's your budget, what's your lifestyle, what's your family needs, what your future is. Too many people jump up and buy on a whim, buy on a emotion, buy on a suggestion, look for a reason to buy something. Look, look for a reason to buy something. Look for a reason to, to do something. We used to have a gentleman years ago that would come up with the craziest reasons to trade. It was unbelievable. Oh, I need a four-door, and he's driving a two-door. Oh, I need a two-door. I need a lighter car. It's too hot. Summer's coming. He looked for a reason to trade. Now, there's a gentleman in a town that my son does business with. He's got all money. He's super rich, and he buys a new truck every 90 days. Every 90 days, he buys a new truck. But he can afford it. So, hey, I, I let him do it. He's creating business, doing well. They're taking care of him. And when you got a customer that's like that, my office will tell you that I give more money for to people especially. I give even more money, and I can stand up because my overhead's super low. I give money, more money to people that I've done business with. And if especially if they bought it from me, you know, uh, I bought a vehicle not long ago carmax hit it at four thousand i gave six thousand for it and the lady told me said carmax gave me four thousand i said well i'm giving six and she said you sure i said yeah i said you bought it from me y'all bought other units we've done business and i said that'll make me a little money i'll be happy with it and that's enough and i'll go down the road and it did. It worked out great. It was a good deal for me. It was a great deal for her. They got a lot of life left, in, you know, out of it. And so the family were happy. I was happy. But you, what happened to loyalty? I talk about my high school quarterback buddy. I was a running back that uh, he's done business fifty years with a business in New Brunswick, and they moused him around on his trade. They hit it four thousand back of its value. Four thousand. Where's the loyalty? Where's the love? Where's the kindness? Where's the, you know, they hit his trade 4000 back, and they ordered him a new one. I guarantee you they made money on it. They probably, they're looking at six, $7,000 profit on one, one, one vehicle. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell car, Cars.com. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you. Any questions, call me. I'll be at Easy's at 281 in Bitters. That's Easy's at 281 in Bitters. From uh, 1015 to 1130. God bless you. Go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Please subscribe. Tell 20 people. God bless you. Hey, forgive everybody. 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness. Mother, father, or spouse. Hey, it's not worth it. Love everybody. Forgive everybody. God bless you. Hey, tune in next week. Hey, call me anytime. God bless you.